And we're back. Welcome to The Hot Flush, the premiere podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my friend, the recently uh, graduated from medical school, it would seem, <laughs> Mrs. Berry. Hello, dear listeners. How did you manage to fit that medical degree Listen, in? Listen, I, uh, I really have used my own body <laughs> as the model to cover off on all the various ailments Lots of which seem to befall us from the age of about 45 and on. For those who are confused, <laughs> uh, I've just sat for an hour listening to Mr. Woog and Mrs. Berry discuss uh, Mr. Woog's problematic foot. I know. Well, he was telling me that he'd had a recent episode of gout, which is not the cause of what, you know, everyone associates it with a like, rich diet and blah de blah It's actually not what it's related to at all. So no one casts judgment on him for having that. Even Oscar's had gout. So hugely painful. But then um, he still has a swollen ankle and his foot's very sore. And so we were talking about, and it was only a bit later that he did say, oh, yeah, I did roll it on my bike. Ugh. So you've got to tell your doctor everything up front. Anyway, and then I went away and I came back and they were talking about gluten and what it does to the body. And then I got the shits and said, go. (laughs) So I finally got her on our own. Welcome back. We did have a week off last week. Thank you for all um, the outraged emails that we got. Yes. For saying that wasn't fair. I know. We're just, it's like, look, every now and then you and I have a life. It's rare. (laughs) But I did miss you. I did miss you. You did. The one photo I saw from that weekend looked like you were up to no oh, good. Oh, my God. Kimmy, let me tell you, these two girls I have been friends with since before primary school, you know, yeah. and we've grown up together, and they are no good. I blame <laughs> them both for this petty and cracker. They're a bad um, influence. And, like, we just had the most glorious time catching up. Aww. Penny's managed to find herself um, the second time around uh, fella who is – Amazing. I am. Um, I saw some footage of him on your Insta, like on your Insta stories. He's a hottie. He's lovely too, yeah. and he made his food. So hello. Yeah. But then we accidentally got inebriated. I really find that hard to believe with you involved. <laughs> I can't believe alcohol was involved. Oh, but like, and we. Ugh. Anyway, it was very fun. Penny and I made cracker watch all our concerts that we used to do in primary school oh walking on sunshine God. have to believe is magic and i still remember all the moods it's hilarious yeah. you know that if alzheimer's ever befalls you that's the stuff that you will remember i know, I know. yeah there we live um, one house down from a nursing home and one time many years ago when i just had the two older boys and we were in the house and this old biddy Walked, had walked down our side path and came in the back door and was talking about how good she was at fucking and that, <laughs> and, that and that Andrew liked to do her from behind and and I just like I was oh, in a place God. in my mental health journey that was like, not coping. Yeah, like no. Like now I would just go make her oh, a cup. I'd make her a cup of tea. I would have actually got more of the discussion and I would have insta storied it because hell, like what's not who's not going to love that. But then it really, like, oh, yeah, and I was just like, oh, there's an old lady in the house. Anyway, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, if that's going to befall me, that has to be an upside of it, is that you get to talk with a filthy mouth but you don't get at the age of, like, 85. It. Yeah, you don't get to remember it, but I, I don't just, know. Uh, what's happening in the aged care homes at the moment is just making my heart so sad. I can't even... These- 
grandmas and nudgies and papas are dying and by themselves. And I just, oh, God. I know. It's just, it's, oh. I think um, a friend of mum's, a long family friend of mum's sisters, like best friends, um, her the husband just died yesterday and they're in Melbourne. Yeah. And it's like they've known each other since they were all teenagers. Yeah. And they're now late 70s. And she can't, you know, no one can go to the funeral. No one can that's gotta go mess, and see. That's got to mess you up psychologically, yeah. I'd And, suspect. you know, like my aunt can't go you and can't see a friend. You can't like what a oh I really and I know that we said this two weeks ago that we were really sending all of our love oh. and strength and carbs and pasta to our to all of you that are in Melbourne or Victoria who are really struggling with this at the moment. It's um it's it's getting there in Sydney. I think by the end of this week we'll be in the same boat. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I, I recall someone saying on our Facebook page. Like that, she was sick of Victorians getting shat on, and if that's happening on my Facebook on the Facebook yeah. page, I will hunt those people down yeah. because it is through no fault of their own what they are going through. No, although you know, I did have the shovel did have a post up uh, like when this first started, which is and the shovel is similar to the Batuta Advocate, yes. and they were talking about the second wave of COVID hitting Melbourne was was a unique. Melbourne form that had never come from anywhere else and it had actually been brought in from a man who'd been to a secondhand Polaroid camera market in Prague and that you know and that was that was that's funny pretty funny but uh just if anyone is actually somehow griping about like they could just fuck right off get off my stoop yeah yeah how are you been um I have actually been really good good I know I've been really tickety boo. Also threw the leg over last night. That may well have put yourself in. I did too. <gasps> oh, it must be something aligning in the stars. It the, whether it was the first. The I wonder if Mister Woog and Rob, you know, yeah, texted each other saying, <laughs> "Throw a leg over." Yeah, I don't know why. And I, I sort of, yeah, it was quite nice. Um, <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, that'll, that'll do. So there you go, girls and, and boys throw, and throw, Andrew. Throw a leg over. Throw it does you well. Do it this week. Um, I am seeing now. You know the ongoing medical like oh, yes. story of my life. Um, I have seen someone that is called a musculoskeletal physician, and they use cortisone and they use injections and manipulation. Manipulation is that by where you're physio. Sending Mr. Wu, That's where I'm sending Mister Wu. And sounds cheap. It had oh yeah, I know. I did sort of just look at that and go, that's a that's a dress from Elk. <laughs> That's a pair of shoes from Radical, yes. <laughs> you know, I haven't bought any new clothes, like, since March, I think. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, no, I did buy, I a, bought... I did buy a, blue, a new blue stripe because my other blue stripe's been And short. you do live on the northern beaches, so I that do. is mandatory. Do you know, I really hate, I, I know it's because we've got boobs and also I have, you know, pregnant guts, which I'm not pregnant, so that's annoying, um, <laughs> where the t- shirts just, they're not long enough. Yeah. They ride up at the front. Really annoys me. It's on the list. 
I've brought the list back this week. Oh, good. We're not doing hernias. We're doing on the list. Oh, okay. Well, gosh, you didn't tell me or my I know. assistant that, did you? I know. Well, the reason why I decided was because I had a bit of a rant on Insta Stories yesterday about gender reveal parties. Oh, I am so with you. Gender reveal parties, for those who don't know, is a relatively new thing. Yeah. I think it sort of came up when Instagram came up, and I blame everything on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and it's when you get together... Because we can't celebrate you enough. No. We've celebrated your engagement. We've celebrated your wedding. We've celebrated everything. We've had a kitchen tea. Let's chuck you a baby shower. And now let's, why don't you drag us back over to your place to watch you pop a fucking balloon. Yeah. Uh, My issue with, actually no, my issues with gender reveals are many. One, why are they always so fucking tacky? Two... The fact you are having a baby is joyous and miraculous enough. There are so many people out there who are trying, who cannot, who have had absolute heartbreak in this space. And this, to me, is just... A giant fuck you. It's a giant fuck you. It's a great example of the insensitivity of just our... Just society at large. Three, those balloons might be blue... That kid of yours might not recognise themselves as, air quotes, blue. Yeah. So you're sitting there going, going, yeah, it's a boy. Yeah, it's a girl. I'm really sorry. But yes, there's going to be a gender. But that has yet to be decided. That, like, gender, it's a spectrum. And I know that that's controversial as well. It's an interesting thing that um, Clementine Ford... No, gender's a spectrum. Like, sex is a... Is that how it goes? Sex is, you know, yes, there's technically there's like male or female, but gender, but gender, you know, that's just the, that bit. Uh, gender sits on top stop. of that. Yeah. Gender sits on top of that and, you know. Well, uh, as, I was, as I was saying before, so rudely interrupted, <laughs> um, Clementine Ford had a baby, you know, Clementine Ford had a baby and used like neutral pronouns for that baby. And now she is calling him him. Yeah. And she was questioned about it this week. And she said, well, he has strongly identified as male yep. um, and sees himself as a boy. Yeah. So I thought that was actually... I learned a lot from that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, yes. And there was something this week about um, the cervix, anyone who has a cervix. Yes. Now, can you explain why some people got so upset about that? Well, because the notion that... Well, you the know... CNN, I believe. Yes, yeah, so CNN said, you know, people who have a cervix should have a pap smear. And people were like, uh, that'd be women. And it's like, uh, no. Like, there are people who have a cervix who do not recognise themselves as women. And apparently, I didn't know this, there are women who don't have a cervix, who never had a cervix, who were born without a cervix. So, and this is one of the other things I was just going to touch on about all of this. And it keeps, I had it back in my head and then it fell out of my head again. And that's really annoying. Um, and it was, it was really sort of one of the main points about it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and this is what you call living in your late 40s, live. Late 40s, brain fog. Sweet Jesus. It'll, it'll come back to me. But it was the notion that, you know, that somehow, oh, the thing, the other thing that just really goads me with it is when you can see one parent clearly so thrilled that at whatever the sex is, 
and you just sort of see, like I have seen a couple where you can see the woman, the mother, who's carrying this child, put a hand, her hair, hands, head in her hands because she's disappointed it's a, a, it's a girl or a boy. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? You're having a child. Like, yeah. And also, and like, I didn't find out. I thought there's so many things you don't. That, the only you know. one, the only one we found out with was with Felix because we thought with Oscar yep. it would be good for him to, you know, be able to, um, just in terms of getting ready for it. And and I kind of regretted it from the, you know, that we did because I love the surprise. I love not knowing until they popped out. Yeah, so good. Um, so that was on the list, and. Um, there's something else that was on the list. Can I give you, speaking of, we're still talking about medical things. Yes. There's this thing now, there's a pharmacist that's the local pharmacist from here. And I was running out of my Lexaprobe and I was also running out of time to go and go back to my GP. Just, you know how it's annoying you sit yeah. there and you go, can you just give me the, they go, yeah, that's $110. And you go, oh, fucking, that's just taken yeah. too much time. Yeah. They've got this thing now, our local chemist, and check if they have one near you, is that there's an online script. So if you can go, you can go in there and show them that you've been taking it. So you take your, your yeah, box yeah. in. Yeah. And you just go, let's approach 20 grams, put all your details and Medicare card in. It gets sent to a GP who then just goes, approves it, and they send the uh, script back to that chemist, and the chemist gets the script for you, and it costs you $20. What the f- Oh, my God. Yeah. See? Because I walked past this and I thought, that can't be right. I thought, I'll just go and ask. And I said, can you talk to me about this virtual GP script filling system? And she's like, yep, come on, here it is. Da-da-da-da-da. She goes, it's just so much easier. See, if this is a development from COVID, I'm on board. Well, it just means, oh, yeah. Because I've noticed, like, because now you can telehealth with the GP. It's the same thing. You can just tell, you can just go, when they give you up the, um, our GP uses a service called medical spot or something spot and oh, it's called hot doc oh I'm, I'm down with that and are you going to put poor pave your services into the hot doc <laughs> into the hot doc need to come and see the hot doc and like it comes up like this and then it comes up with our practice you can search your providers to see if your doctor or your your um, doctor's clinic is on there and then you can add which doctors in that clinic you see and i can click on my doctor's name and it comes up and then it says select see available appointment times and look at this like i can just it's so good this is like this should have happened 10 years ago yeah but now it's all there and i can just put in that i need a new script and then he just looks up all my stuff yeah. and goes, oh, yeah, she's still seeing Michael and she's been on this drug for five, ten years. That's another interesting part of my medical history this week. Do you know this is actually, I've written it down in the show notes, it's called the medical condition, edition. Sorry. <laughs> is I saw my, um, oh, no, that's a boring story. Yeah, please let's not have any more boring stories. No. Um, I went out yesterday to my favourite bookshop. Yes. And I bought this little book by Ashley Dottie Charles, called Outraged, Why Everyone is Shouting and No One is Talking. Oh, I've heard about that book. Yes, and I, I haven't started it, or I'll knock it over this afternoon, But because um, I'm a speed reader, don't you know? Oh. Um, and I think, why is everyone shouting and no one is talking? It's so true. So true. Discuss. Uh, everyone's shouting. Everyone's outraged. Everyone is completely polarised. No one has the capacity anymore to negotiate or to see um, or to compromise. 
So we sit in our, in our little camps and the notion of give and take and that there are shades of grey around things like your child might be a boy but he might not identify male. Um, you know, that, that you could be... You, even just the notion of being a moderate, you know, these <laughs> things are just so... Because... And I, I think social media has a lot to blame for it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so good in a lot of ways, but, but what, some ways, like, I will just put my phone in my handbag and put it in a cupboard <laughs> and leave it there for a day. <laughs> and then you get back on it and you're going, no, nah, nothing's changed. You're all Those still fucking cranky as <laughs> And that's the thing. And I think we sit in these camps and then instead of being able to come together and negotiate and to give and take and to compromise, we just yell at each other. Yeah. And, and the thing is that not... There is no one out there that's right about everything, right? No. And I have been learning about, you know, for example, that challenge accepted yep. thing that went around this week and oh. really divided the whole world and, you know, beautiful people were just taking and they're, they're called narcissists and, you, you know, ugh. and I was tagged about 20 times and I just, I just didn't want to get fucking involved in the noise. No. Like, I, I'm now alert to what's happening in Turkey, and that's what I got out of that. Well, I mean, but yeah, I didn't that was the goal, wasn't it? I didn't need to stick my fucking ugly mug up and put no. chat. Thank you to all, because what happens if you haven't been tagged? You know I what I mean? And then it makes other people feel shit. And it's just not a competition. No. But it, but it is. But it, I don't want it to be. <laughs> no. No. And I see all the, you know, you and I have been blogging for a dozen years and you see all the upcoming, no one blogs anymore, they're all on Instagram and they're all jostling for position about who's got the most followers and, and I, oh, so bored that now. Now. does not matter. No. No, it's boring. But it doesn't but it's what's happening. Yeah. I'm allowed to go off on a rant. <laughs> I let you do it. Fucking challenge accepted. <laughs> um, I was going to say something to you about that. See, look, oh my God, see today, just off the... My hairdresser's a bit like that at the moment. She would be talking and then she'd stop and I said, dude, what's wrong? She goes, I think I'm drinking too much alcohol. (laughs) Maybe put the scissors down. Alcohol amnesia and I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) One of my boys is not talking to me this week. Oh. Uh, Which is very rare. Yeah. Normally we're You don't have to go into the whole nuts and bolts of it. No, but I brought up an incident that happened a long time ago in a sort of jovial way, I was like, oh, you know, it was it was seven years ago that this happened. And, well, it turns out they're not over it. Well, I think having the mothers that we have and having the discussions <laughs> that we have with our own mothers, that mothers' words and actions can tend to lie dormant in you for quite some time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's correct. Well, My therapist know. helped me discuss that. <laughs> My reflection is obviously quite different from yeah. his. Uh, and there hasn't really been follow-up. I sent him a text just sort of saying, this is clearly still really upsetting for you, and I'm really sorry that that's yeah, the that's case. No, no, that's bad. Um, but, yes, he's still choosing to not talk to me. So that is – that's unusual. And how does that make you feel? Oh, I've been – you know, it's upsetting. Yeah. I've been – yeah, I've been – quite upset because you're a nice person yeah and And, and it's just and i would and i would actually 
sort of talk, you know, I would actually have not let it go for this long. Mm. Um, but we just haven't crossed paths. We just haven't, yeah. we've been ships in the night. And you know what, sometimes you do need, he, he needs some space. Yeah. He needs a circuit break. He needs to reset. Yeah, yeah. And so, he'll do that in his own sweet time. Yeah. Because we've had a, a pretty tragic couple of weeks um, with a spate of teenage suicides. Oh. Which is just breaking my heart. Bloody hell. It's just breaking my heart. And I don't really want to get into it because I just get too upset. But they're such complex creatures, these they, kids. Yeah, yeah. And there's so much pressure on so many parts of their lives. Peer pressure, like groups, and and you 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 know back in the day you would you would hang out with your friends, but now like anyway, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. But I just you know we've got to keep an eye out for them, and I'm always talking to my kids until I'm blue in the face, and they're I like, "Mom, we get it, Mom." about everything we get but then i'm saying well tell your friends you know talk to your friends if one of your friends yeah. is going through something and you're worried about them tell them tell me you know and the you know boy, and i think boys are are unique as well in this situation in that i'm those in-depth conversations don't come as easily to a lot of the boy cohort as it does to the girl cohort yeah and so I think they have their friendships and their best mates, but to go into deeper stuff, yeah. like it is. Oh, they've been for generations taught to put a mask on. Yeah, you know, and then we just need to loosen. Like, who are we? <laughs> this isn't fun. This isn't funny. Uh, but it's hey, important. I made I made basically the best dinner of my life this week. Oh gosh, here we go. It was going to be it good. A, it was a mushroom and it was just a mushroom and uh, sorry, it was a, a pork. Uh, oh, oh, for fuck's sake, Kim! It was a sausage and mushroom pasta, and I that sounds that. very you know. Oh yeah, I, I don't know. It was like magical. It was the first mouthful. I went. This is restaurant quality. That's a big call. That's a big call because you can cook. Yeah, and I was just like, like we were going to have friends over for dinner next Saturday night, and um, Mister, we were saying so and so and so and so and so and so, and the thought of feeding four people I don't know that well, uh, I said I'm just not that confident. Do you know? I went to a new shopping little strip last week up at Lambie Heights, and the IGA up there does a full rolled bit of pork for twenty bucks, like that, roasted and everything already. You could just go there and buy one of those for twenty bucks. Oh, and give them cold roasted pork. Well, just warm it up. Do some roast veggies. See, if it's someone I don't know, I just slop something down, like steak and salad, do you know what I mean? But it's, And they're grown-ups too, so it's like, oh, I don't want to. Just go out. <laughs> so that was a huge triumph for me this week, that mushroom pasta. I well, ate... you can't have us hanging. Quickly tell us how you make it. Go. Oh, so... Use really, really, really good quality sausages and then take them out of the skin. You can just slit the skin with a paring knife and pull it out that way or you can squeeze it out. I think Baby Mac does something similar. She did it the night before and I went, that has to be in my guts and straight away. And so I did it the next night, but I added 10 grams of dried field mushrooms, which are like dried porcini mushrooms, just a different blend, which I soaked in water. And I added that and sweet baby cheeses. It was so good. So brown off an onion and some garlic and then the sausage meat that you've sort of crumbled up and then um, add the uh, mushrooms. Well, add the squeeze the water out of the mushrooms because you've poured boiling water over them. 
put the water in and then soak that down. So it's almost like you're adding a glass of wine, but you've yeah. added this really amazing mushroom stock. Chuck in the mushrooms, add some cream, simmer, cook your pasta, add a bit of the pasta water to the sauce. That's it. That's it. I would have paid 25 bucks for a bowl of that in a restaurant. It was so good. So I ate three bowls of it and then couldn't sleep because I just really felt uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I am an adult. <laughs> but oh my God, it was so good. Did you have so a big good. glass of wine with it? No. Did I drink that night? No, I don't think I drank that night. A big glass yeah. of red would have been nice. Oh, that? yeah, or, or a minerally white. That would have been good. You're a wanker. I'm such a wanker. <laughs> um, and Why does it look like you have hickeys on your neck? Oh, they're my physician. That's my physician, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. My musculoskeletal physician who's injecting, like, you know, cortisone into my muscles that don't actually move. Before we started podcasting, podcasting and while Mr. Weeb was getting his consultation with <laughs> Dr. Berry... Dr. Very said that he doesn't mind whacking a needle into place. Sweet Jesus, he had a needle in me before I knew what's what. Mind you, I, um, you know, now this week when I went in, I literally just started taking my clothes off and then actually had to turn around and go, oh, am I taking my gear off? <laughs> Isn't it funny how when you're young and you're hot, like you, you're so embarrassed to like oh. show the doctor or anything. And when you're old and floppy, you just like rip, like you just stand there with no bra on in front of like the doctor, yeah. talking about the you know the, how the roosters went on the weekend. You yeah. just don't even give a shit. Yeah. Oh, can we touch on? I don't. I think it was a separate post within our. Was it the one who talked to you about how they were starting to think maybe they were as heterosexual as they it's thought they were. It's a really interesting topic. so interesting. And I was so... It was on the Woogs World Wives Women page, I believe. Oh, was it? Or it was on the Hot Flush. But I got contacted by one of our listeners slash readers um, to say that, you know, maybe she mightn't be as heterosexual as she thought. And she said, would you mind putting it up? Because I've got some friends in this group. And I put it up. And the compassion and love... I know. ...that was shown to this wonderful woman... From people, look, gooseys, 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 um, was just extraordinary. Yeah. And it was such an interesting topic of conversation. It's really fascinating. And I was so taken with how our wonderful group of flushes responded to it. Yeah. It was just, it's just magic. And there's one one in particular who's a counsellor. Um, gave just the best advice, and I know you're trying to find it right now. Yeah. Um, and I wish she was my counsellor. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, well, what came out of that discussion was that it's absolutely fine and it's okay to not label yourself something or, or another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I really did just want to find it. But instead I got distracted by Annette who said... Made it to 4am today. Now I have a Christina Aguilera song blasting in my head on repeat. For fuck's sake. Oh, it has been a bad week for sleep for a lot of our flushes oh. this week. I had a shocker. Um, but then I, then for two nights I took half a rest of it and got myself back on track. So there's absolutely no problem if you um, so inclined to talk to your pharmacist about your sleep pattern. Uh, and if so, there is an over-the-counter. I'm just looking at... Floofy out there. Do you see? She's sort of camouflaged in that tree. Is she in the tree? Yeah. Oh. You cannot see her because she's absolutely camouflaged. Well, I can't see her. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, talk to your chemist. Chemists are great. I love chemists. Um, yes. Talk to your chemist and see whether just having a little bit of sleep help tablets might do the trick. So I have the last, so not this week, but the two weeks before my sleep was just appalling. And I've actually felt myself over the last couple of months really starting to develop an anxiety about going to bed and getting oh, to sleep. Oh, no. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. And it's like I've been doing enough CBT, cognitive behaviour therapy, on myself to not let it take hold. But you know when you can, you start yeah. to feel that, oh, I'm just going to lie there, I'm not going to wake up. Because yeah. my restless legs are the thing that actually undo me. So I, can, I seem to be able to fall asleep. And then about half an hour later... Jerk yourself awake. I jerk myself awake. Huh? <laughs> jerk yourself. Um, and that I, doesn't sound too bad at all. <laughs> and have you ever done that? Woken up with your hand between your legs? No. But I have woken up orgasming. Yeah. Yes. That doesn't happen often enough, does it? No. It used That's to a shame. a lot more. Did it? Yeah. I has only it's been... very pleasant. It's very not pleasant to me start the day and spring out of bed and make a coffee and all is good in the world. <laughs> Anyway, um, Hi, Mum. So, I, so I have finally um, committed to no screen before I get go to bed. Like once I'm in bed, no screen. It's really hard. It's really hard for me to do that. But I haven't. And guess what I've been doing? Reading. Reading. Oh, that old chestnut. Oh, so that was the start. That was the start of me getting back on the list. Is because I bought that book about the five AM club, mm. the self help book. Did you miss my readings of that? Yes, because I thought of you immediately because it was a self help book, and I bought it. And I, thought, I did have a giggle yesterday at you when you were laying on the ground doing your gentle stretches, but you just ended up on Instagram. <laughs> Just lay there. And I was having a lie down too. I know. I was like, oh, I'll do my stretches and then I lay down on the ground. And I was like, it's actually quite nice. It's quite, that's quite calm. Down I do here. like a good lie down. Oh, I'm a fan of it. I'm a good fan of a lie down. Um, anyway, so I've just been doing a bit of reading and I'm taking all my meds a bit earlier. And then I'd wash my face. Like I'm making myself do the routine. So I wash my face, I clean my teeth. And I'm just trying to train my body and trick my brain into like, we're going to go to bed now. Yeah. Going to go to sleep. Like, just like you do with a toddler. child, with yeah. a toddler. Yeah. Um, I, I do. But it. my restless legs are being accessible. So now I put the magnesium ointment on in the morning and You're then so at night. You're so sexy. I am so sexy. <laughs> I stood at the door to our bedroom this morning, braless in an oversized t-shirt with a big pile of washing in one hand and a broom and and a um you know dustpan and brush in the other and looked at rob and went quite the catch (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, dear dear. lord why can't i find that that was such a good thing okay um we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after that with your questions and kim's going to try and find this thing yes i am Okay, see you after the break. Okay. Okay, so we're kind of back. Uh, Woogs is preparing me some leftover lees, so (laughs) to the rest of you that don't get it. Uh, And my friend Rach actually just responded to my rant on Insta about the gender reveals with the best line saying that, um, oh, for fuck's sake, why does it not work when you want it to? Because that's what I said. Okay, so now I can't even find her. Oh, here we go. She said, genitalia does not always equal gender. 
I like that. It's a good way to think of it. Okay, so this was the question that was um, posed to the group. Um, Has anyone questioned their sexual orientation at this time in their life? For me, I'm now realising I'm attracted to both sexes. I'm married to a man for 20 plus years, a tough marriage as he suffers with a mental illness, and I've also and I've found myself clicking on sites, lingering over images, questioning, thinking. I'm not sure if I would ever seek anything further than acknowledgement that this is how I am, but I thought I would raise it as it does um, it as a does it have to do with hormones or is this how I have always been but because of societal pressures never acknowledged it conundrum. So Sarah, who's a counsellor, said, as a counsellor and a human myself, I would like to assure you that there is nothing wrong with it. At different stages of life, we have different needs, desires, wants and requirements. Sometimes it's the change from coffee to tea and sometimes it comes to a new realisation of the attraction to more than one gender. You are absolutely fine. What you choose to do now is up to you. Sounds like some self-nurturing is needed after bearing a heavy emotional load with the challenges you've faced is needed in whatever form you prefer. But with this issue, rest assured you are normal and will be embraced by us and should embrace the burgeoning understanding of yourself. But give yourself time. Did you say person Jan? Yeah. I'll add her to the list of about 15 others. She's um, amazing. That's just... Beautiful. Yeah. Sarah, we all very much appreciate those words. Um, and they, they translate across so many different areas of life, not just your sexuality, but yeah. lots of different parts of your life. Parenting and, and, and even careers and when I was talking to, to people and things yeah. like that. <laughs> when I was talking to uh, Mr. Wood earlier, we were talking about that, like how we change so much when you don't, and you don't... I don't think we truly realise how much we're changing. Yeah, but then you both wished me dead. No. If I was feeling well, because you were going to run off with each other. Oh, yes, well, there was that. (laughs) (laughs) Read us questions. Read us questions. Um, Gemma, I think I'm finally ready to start dating again. Can you please find me a boyfriend? Done. Tick. How do you do that? Um... You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to put You're yourself out there. Which is about so, it. How do you do it in COVID? How? Well, you must, your brain can be quite a sexy thing. True. And Rob and I, like, we'd gone out. We met. Oh, no, we connected on Tinder. And then we met, like, two weeks later or three weeks later. And then we went, yeah, we went out and then he went Did away. You no. Oh, good girl. And he was, about, he was about the only one in that period of time that just did, because he was just really lovely, and I suddenly didn't just want to be that guy. Cash. Yeah, I didn't want to actually be that one. Interestingly, and of course, Bronwyn and Bronwyn and Marina and you and and uh, Mary and Amelia were all just like, oh, that means something. That means something. She did throw a leg over her. That's, she's she's on the way. Um. The thing, the only thing I will say to you, Gemma, is go into it with a light heart and no expectations. So when you see all of the appalling men out there, you can just laugh rather than get despondent. Getting despondent and too ragey because the rage will kill you. The rage will eat you up. So yeah. Um, oh look, there's three. Sally needs one, and Julie needs one. Well, do you really? Well, no, you don't, no, correction. You don't need one. But you 
but you'd like one. It'd be fun. Be nice. So long as they're, you know, nice. Okay, I'm going to give you a visual here. I've got leftover leaves, which is our favourite Chinese restaurant. <gasps> I'm giving it to Kim. And oh. now she's just going to press pause for a second. <laughs> press pause. Pause. Coming back. Okay, kicking on. <laughs> we had to stop for a feed. <laughs> Words that I were talking about. What a scintillating afternoon we have planned. She's doing the grocery shopping and I'm going to Bunnings. It just doesn't get any better it than really that, does it? Is. You remember I used to be someone. I used to do things. I used to go to races or go to the markets. And now like, I've got a list of things to buy at the grocery store. I saw that. Kidney beans is on there. I know. I know. That's from Mr. Woog, isn't it? Yeah. He's such a funny old thing. Yeah. With his, we love him. With his legumes addiction. I know. He was throwing around the term vegetarian at me before. And I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. And before we start, I said to, to Kim before, are you hungry? And she said no. And I said, leftover leaves hungry. And she went, yes, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a bit of rainbow beef and... Some sun-kung chicken and some fried broth. Sun-kung chicken. So good. <laughs> Do you remember um, when we had the hot flush party at Lee's? Oh, That was the best night. We should probably do that again. We've got to, but you can't plan anything. Can't do anything. Okay, cracking on now. Um, Stephanie says, bloodless period discussion. Can it just can it just fuck off like 2020? <laughs> can we fast forward to 2024 and travel overseas again or even within states? I'm with you, Stephanie. Oh, like everything about that. I'm just nodding along. Wow. I think I'm up to day 50 now. Oh, really? Cycles at 50 days at the moment. Mm. Uh, Belinda. Oh, she wants to recommend a hernia of the week. Yep. Uh, she was talking about the, the two women under police guard uh, in Brisbane for bringing COVID up from Melbourne. I have an opinion about that that may not correlate to that of the group. Oh, please share. So um, they, their face, they're 19. Yep. Their faces were plastered over the front page of newspapers. Compare that to, say... The uh, um, the couple that had been to Aspen, Aspen, and came back and then basically were the start of the infection um, um, <laughs> just, sorry, we're having silent conversations. Okay, it, it's on my bed in my wallet. Okay. Yes, um, this is interesting. I like because I, I got uh, I got what? Just say it. What? Um, she's your phone cord. Is it dead? Yeah. <gasps> What's with the phone? What's she's my uh, my charger? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we can't talk about that right now because we're in the middle of podcasting. Thank you for letting me know. <sighs> um. So you know when the couple went to Aspen and then came back and just kept going about their merry lives and managed to then infect. Everyone at, was it at St. Catherine's or hey, was it? Jack, can you go to JB Hi-Fi and buy me a new one? Thank you. Um, Fucking cat. <laughs> yeah, the, the cord chewing is interesting. Yeah. That's like a toddler behaviour. I know. That's why she's still a kitten. Yeah. You need to get a balls of wool. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Yes, as we were. No one, their faces weren't plastered over the front page of the papers. They are today. Nor were their names mentioned. I think it was today. Oh, was it? It was very double standards, and I was talking about it at lunch yesterday with some girlfriends, and I like was thinking this was a little bit tinged with something that was uncomfortable for me. Um, and then they made the point that the fact that they 
lied and the fact that they wouldn't give them information and maybe the reason they put the photos up was to identify them, but by that stage they already knew Everyone where they knew. were. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. something not quite right there. I just think there's just a little bit of a double standard. They, they look a particular way, so, you know, they're 19, they're female, yeah. but the very wealthy eastern suburbs couple... Yeah. Their faces don't seem to... But they were today, were they? Uh, I saw something somewhere, okay. so don't quote me. Right. I might have even made that up. <laughs> um, uh, Kate has a very realistic issue of workplace, workplace bullying. She actually works in aged care in a memory support unit, so working with people who have dementia. Mm-hmm. So, Kate, I'm going to apologise now for my earlier light-hearted comments about if you do get dementia, um, being able to talk blue to people um, and making light of a very serious and devastating disease. That's good. Well done, you. Yeah, that was careless. Um, anyway, she's about to lose her shit because she's sick of being spoken to like a naughty child. I am bloody good at my job. I've worked at the same facility for 16 years and I've almost finished my Bachelor of Dementia Care. Bloody hell. It must be fascinating, actually. Yeah. Anything brain, anything brain related yeah. is just fascinating. Um, yet one boss seems to think staff have no clue what to do and yet I'm watching her make fuck up after fuck up and we get the blame. I'm at the end of my tether and I'm close to losing my shit. Why can't people just be kind? Oh, wouldn't that save a lot of grief in the world if people were just kind? This person's obviously got quite an ego on him slash her. Yeah. And to feed that ego would mean to make others around that person feel shit. Yeah. And that is that is just the way that person is wired. And unless you're going to escalate it through, like, professional channels, like, there has to be a way that you can just shut it out. Yeah. Which is easier said than done, oh, I know. Once it's in a work environment, yeah. it's so difficult. And also just the pressure that Kate and that team is under at mm. the moment. Like, yeah. you are already working in a highly, highly emotionally charged unit. Yeah, and, and you're now losing you have... patients. Do you know what I mean? Your yeah. patients that you've been caring for for years and years and years. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's, there's, I, don't, I don't know what to say. No. Uh, Dana, Dana says, how'd the marina go? I haven't done that yet. Okay. Um, Anne-Marie, I was talking about crocheting and I've been thinking about doing it, but my hands and my, you know, my, you know, my wrist and my hands, my thumb problems that I keep telling you about, you don't seem to fix it. But anyway, uh, someone said you could get ergonomic ones at, at Aldi. I'm like, oh God, okay. Um, but I think it's very good. We've t- you talk about this a lot. You're a huge fan of people having a hobby or an activity that mm. gives their life a little outlet and a little bit of meaning. And I think, you know, you're really onto something. And so I might I might go back into doing a little bit of crochet. Yes, I'm thinking about doing some cross-stitch. Yeah, I love a cross-stitch. Yeah. Put some music on. Yeah. Sit in the sun. And just do a do bit some, of cross-stitch. Just do 20 minutes of cross-stitch. Yeah. And, and that's what was the I same. I used to do cross-stitch. The same so thing that. was when my short-lived tennis career. Because um, <laughs> my, um, uh, how can I put this delicately? My sense of alignments and values did not match that of the uh, Kalara Lawn Tennis Club. Wow. I yeah. find that very difficult to same, believe. Same. My, uh, I mean, Kalara Lawn Tennis Club. My, hang on. My, yes, darling. Yes, you can purchase a coffee. Um, so, but in the time that I did partake in the Open Ladies Con L Division, um, <laughs> 
was an hour of me just not thinking about anything at all. And it was really, really good. I just thought about getting that ball over the tennis net. And I think that if you can just escape your brain through some way, that's got to be good, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, I stopped this thing. I was reading the questions. <laughs> Am I a terrible person? No. <laughs> no, you're all right. I thought you would have been interested in the fact that I was doing some sort of sport. Yeah, that was that held my interest for a minute, <laughs> I must say. <laughs> Remember when you used to be a runner? Yeah, I do. Fat runner. Kim, fat runner. Kim was known on the internet interwebs as the fat runner. And she used to ring ABC all the time. Who did you speak to at the I ABC? I used to always talk to James. James all the time. About being a fat runner of the Northern Beaches. There wouldn't yeah. be many fat runners up there. No, there's no fat runners. I was it. There wouldn't have been many <laughs> fat like, people up there. I looked like a, you know, cheese cranksky just breaking out of its casing. That's what I looked like after I'd been in the fry pan for a bit long. Oh, it's just... Fat oozing out of places it shouldn't have been oozing, and a red face verging on a heart attack. How is your gait? How would you describe your style? Oh, my style wasn't terrible um, because I was an athlete. <laughs> I was a runner as a you know child. I did little athletics, and then I did athletics at school until I got boobs, and then I got boobs, and then I discovered pasta, and that was that really. <laughs> But you had a re- renaissance. You had I a did have a renaissance. I did catch 5K and I managed to get myself up. I did one 10K run that just almost killed me. And in fact, the chef rang me. We were still together. He rang me to ask if I was all right because I'd been gone for so long. And I was like, I'm just on the way home. I'm running around the lake. And he goes, do you want me to come and get you? No, I've got to do it. I'm always there. That, that's the thing. That's the difference between you and me, Kim, is that you set goals and you will fucking achieve them. I set goals and I'm like, yeah, not too hard. <laughs> um, don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. No. And then go, but you know, you said you'd do it. I said, yeah, you're not in charge of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So, I, yes, I was an athlete in my day. And do you know what? Like, I... I'm at a point where I wouldn't mind doing it again, like going back and doing cat, like five oh, k again. Oh, but oh my god, Kim! But I have medical advice <laughs> from my back surgeon who told me you cannot do any jarring, jarring yeah. weight sort of lifting type activities ever again. It's just a shame because you are built for Bulgarian weightlifting. I was. Look at me, like as if I could not be like well, a. I, you could be a Australian me. <laughs> The Australian heavyweight champion. Oh, no, it's heavyweight. No, that's boxing. I don't like boxing. That's terrible. It's barbaric. Uh, weightlifting. What's that called? What do they call that? Lightweight, short It's not weight. something called snatching it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, snatch and go. I can snatch and go, all right. <laughs> can I just break this? Just for I just want to give a shout out to our lovely reader, well, listener called Melissa. Now, Melissa lives on the North Shore of Sydney. I haven't met her, but she is a big fan. Very sad last week that we did a podcast. Right. And she was talking to Mrs. Jenkins, who was a friend of mine. Yes. And she said, yes, they're so funny. And she's American. Right. She doesn't have a lot of close girlfriends around here to talk about right. flats and periods. And oh, my God. Pranks. So she really, really, really loves the fact that she thinks that she's part of, yes. of this group. But she did share our podcast with her American friends 
who said they don't get our sense of humour and that we talk too fast. Oh, really? Yes. But we're really happy for you to expand into that US market because some people will be like that and go, oh my God, they talk so fast and why is that funny? And <laughs> other people will just go, they're hilarious. And then we'll have a whole new audience. So Melissa, you're now a sales agent into That's the it. US. US keep, sales agent. Keep up the good work and um, you're not alone. We're, we're here with you. Yeah. Uh, oh, Leeling says... What sort of sorcery or witchcraft do hairdressers have? <laughs> I look fabulous after a visit and then a few days later then I wash my hair for the first time yeah. and I end up looking like a troll. I did that last <laughs> week. I went to the hairdresser and I walked out looking like a fucking Giselle Bunchen. Uh, swishy, swishy, beautiful, beautiful. And then I didn't wash my hair for one whole week because I was just trying to hold out. That. Hold out. And now, behold. <laughs> I've just taken my ponytail out and it just looks... Hideous. Colour's, I, a, colours nice though. Colour's nice. Yes, yeah, she does a good job. Um, but yeah, I just never get that whole blow dry thing happening. I so today, you know, I dropped Oscar at his gym session at Cerebral Palsy Alliance first, and then was on my way. And I was throwing some clothes on. And I hadn't showered for you. I was throwing some clothes on, and I went to walk out, and I just looked in the mirror, and I went, "You can't, you can't leave the house like that. <laughs> like, it's very rare for me to actually go that can't." That no, won't wash. Like that's actually below subpar standards. Yeah, so I had to jump in the shower. And Oscar just lost his mind. Like he was like, I'll go out at car. I'll go out car. And I'm like, I can be showered and ready in like sub 10 minutes. So yeah. I was like, you know, you're not playing. Oh, thank you for that, Kim. Not playing. So I showered for you thank and you. I put on a frock. Um, oh, Bronwyn says, please send Mel- us um, in Melbourne some love. They had, this was two days ago. They had, that was the day they had 70, no, over 700 new cases. Yeah. Yikes. Um, oh, Lisa. So I'm in Melbourne. It was mum's funeral one mm, week ago today. Fuck. Today was the first time I ventured out on my own for a walk. I put my sunglasses and mask on and I had you guys in my ears. Maybe I imagined it, but I'm sure you were telling me I could do it. And I did. Kate Murphy. I was having similar, I was having similar periods lasting two to three weeks with two weeks in between. Got hassled into a marina. They went for 30 to 50 days, had it taken out and had an ablation. Periods still came monthly until they stopped at Christmas, but I'm 51 now. But they were barely noticeable. I highly recommend giving it a try. Thanks for keeping my spirits up during this shitful time and getting me off the couch today. Sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. Oh, like the two of you beautiful, beautiful people. Um, To the first lady, Lisa? That was Lisa mother. just then. Oh. And Bronwyn. Bronwyn. Oh, it just, it's a shit show. And we try to bring a little bit of sunshine into your day, but we all are feeling it. We're all feeling it. Uh, I'm going to go the ablation before the marina um, just to see right. how that happens. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. really, I'll be really interested in this ablation thing because... Mm. Uh, with the marina, I hear like people are very. There's a very sort of binary response. It's either they love it or they hate it. Yeah. But I've I've never heard anyone have a bad experience. I was talking with about it with Mrs. Goodman yesterday, and we both agreed that my hormones probably didn't need any fiddling with at the moment. Yeah. We're just trying to steer that ship. Well, this is what sailing this straight is ahead. What my this is what my psychiatrist said to me. He said, "Yeah, it's a minuscule dose of, um, you know, of a hormone. Yeah, but like." <laughs> It's a dose. Yeah. And for someone like you, that's maybe not a great idea. No, no. Um, Dorothy asks how to help a 17-year-old with depression. He's already on medication and he's seeing a psych. 
And then everyone here comes back with some really, um, really good ideas. Of course, the main one is if you can get him exercising. Yep. Um, so someone says, Marie says that her son was the same at that age. She got him a gym membership and she took him to the gym three times a week and then he started going on his own and he's now 25 and he claims that it saved his life. Um, and of course, gyms don't really work at the moment because a lot of them are closed, closed. or they can't. But a walk, uh, couch to 5K. Like yeah, like something on his phone. Something like that, that to motivate him. Um, I, I'm a big fan, and if he's got depression, he might not go for it. But I'm a massive fan of team sports for boys. Right. Yeah, like I know that both my boys, well, but one see, does if they're in, It depends where they are because yeah. if they they might be in, if they're in Victoria, then yeah. they're not going to be able to do anything. Oh, it's a tough one, Dorothy. But I think just getting out, getting out for a walk or something. And that I know has, that, I know that. Something the, that has a building process within it, because yeah. I know that when I was in that really terrible headspace, um, there was that real level of what's the point. Yeah. Whereas if something had, you were building on it each week or you, there mm. was some sort of goal setting within it. Do you know what I think w- works? Because it worked for me when I used to get the blues is that like sit down with him with a post-it pack and write three things that he's got to do the next day. Yeah. And then put them somewhere. See, I put mine up here on yeah. my screen. So I've got like lots of things that I have to do. Yeah. And then I just pull them off. And you, you, there's some sort of satisfaction you get from removing something saying I've achieved that. That's, not, that's a great idea yeah. actually. Because we have... I have used notes on my phone yeah. and then I just and always put circles and you know, tick them off. But I like the actually having it physically where you yeah. pull it off. And So, Dorothy, if you sit down with him and say, right, three things tomorrow we're going to do. So we're going to get up, make our bed, have a shower by yeah. 9 o'clock. At lunchtime, we're going to sit down and have like a sandwich together. And mm. at 4 o'clock, we're going to just walk around the block. Yeah. And then you take those things off. I know it sounds really simple, but just start small. Yeah. Um, Donna actually makes... Uh, gives a suggestion saying coach joe on youtube um that's a really interesting thing i've got a couple of friends whose sons are doing youtube workout videos because they can do it on their own like in their room with no one watching or you know like it's just and it's their little thing yeah. no one else is controlling it or watching it so i'm actually donna i'm actually going to keep the body coach tv one as well for my boys because one of my boys is starting to do like that sort of stuff yeah and i can i just go what is that thumping (laughs) (laughs) i hope you have some ideas there dorothy uh claudia says i may this may have been asked before but where the hell did my libido go (laughs) i love sex and i have a hot husband but lately i can't find the mood men get viagra where's our magic solution is there something of which i'm unaware uh, which i'm uh, unaware of well, speaking to two sex pots that oh. we are. <laughs> so I, I always feel I'm a little like, I basically had 20 years of having no libido and then went through the alley cat phase and I'm now, you know, four years into a relationship. So I don't feel I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of an aberration when it comes to this quite okay. common menopause. Okay. Uh, I, got, I got it. I got it. You got, you got it? I got it. You got it? Right. What it is, is you don't feel like doing it right. And just the thought sometimes of taking your clothes off, it's just a pain in the ass. 
But when you actually do it, yes. and you're doing it, yes. and you're thinking, why the fuck am I not doing this every day? Yes. This is free. This is fun. Yes. You, know, you know, we laugh the whole time. That's how sexy we are. Yeah. But um, you've just got to get over that mental thing because yeah. once, you know, if you're losing your libido by not practicing it, it's not going to bring it back. Yeah. I'm not saying you've got to have sex when you don't feel like it. That's something totally different when you just, you're crampy and crabby and all that stuff. Yeah. No, but when you find yourself... In that glimmer of moment and there's no one around and yeah. you're hot, your husband's hot, you just say, let's go. Let's go. And honestly, once you're doing it, you're going, I don't know, I'm not doing this all the time. And the other thing is, and this, is real, this can be really difficult once you've been in that relationship for a long time, mix it up. Yeah. So start actually going, you know, if, he, if he's having, you know, lunch at the downstairs canteen, I heard that online the other day and I laughed and laughed and laughed. Um, oh, dear Lord. Okay, I just got it. Yeah, right. Are you with me now? Yeah. <laughs> like, actually say stuff. As in, not like, like, oh, yeah, baby. But actually, like, direct. Tell him to do different things. Or they, to try, you know. And let me tell you, they get so horny about that shit. They love that shit. Rob's just like, I love it when you tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. Because if it was me, I'd just be like, stop being so bossy. Stop being so bossy. What, you don't like it? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't like how I do it, do it yourself. <laughs> I hope that solves your problem. <laughs> um, there, are, there is a raft of information out there regarding ways to reconnect with your own sexuality and your libido um anything any of the podcasts or content that comes from esther perel so esther e-s-t-h-e-r perel p-e-r-e-l um she's french she's a relationship counselor um her advice and her insights are just fantastic and it's things like um Break, also try things like breaking up a routine. So you both get into bed, you both read, or you both whatever. Like, why not you can try, like, just sort of snuggling into him and then him reading you some of whatever he's reading. Or you, oh, my God, she just cross-eyed me. She just gave me a face, a full face. I love it when Rob reads to me. I love it. It's just so nice. So oh, maybe that would work for sweet. you. Jesus, guess watch some porn like normal people. Yeah, well, and that too, Pornhub. Oh, if you are looking for porn that is not Pornhub, there is a site called... Have you got some nice porn recommendations? Yes, I do. Um, if you go to... It is called um, makelovenotporn.tv. So, and it's it's... normal not like professional um sex worker couple not porn actors um you do you can get you can have a look um at snippets of all the different things they break them down into different sorts of categories and things that they like fascinating it's it's beautiful it's actually beautiful and you see real couples being intimate and having sex but there's Talking and there's laughing. What's and it called? Their normal bodies and uh, make love not porn. TV. 
And but you do have to if you want access to a whole video, you do have to pay. But it's very reasonable. It's like five dollars, and then you get access to that video for a month, I think. Or you, I think, and I think there's a couple of different ways you can do it. And I know everyone's like, "Oh my god, as if you blow pay for porn this day." But this, to me, is a really valuable, respectful. People are not getting, um, you know, like they're not getting. Um, yeah, savage. Some of the bad, tra- badly treated. Like, yeah. um, what's the term when someone in a workplace is? taken advantage of um you know like like the, the sex industry is notorious for the actresses and, and stuff yeah, being treated badly. so badly so makelovenotporn.tv is a very good one that we're um that i do uh, like Next. and that'll do um you know a lot about that yeah rob and i went, went through a big phase because he's huge into sex positivity oh yeah um and why not i say oh just to interrupt readers' questions, do you know what I watched last night? What? I even I even um, bought it because I couldn't find it. No streaming service had it. Jumping Jack Flash with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my goodness! I've been watching the best movies. Nineteen eighty six was made in nineteen eighty six. Do you know what I watched the other thing? That what? and I loved it. Wild Things with Denise Richards and Neve Campbell and like everybody who it's absolutely ludicrous. Is it? Um, I've never even oh, heard of well, it. Wild thing, you have to buy it. Yeah, it, they've got some pretty decent sex scenes in it, but the the storyline is so fascinating. It's it's like bad but fabulous at the same time. Oh, okay. Like you watch that, you'll sit down and watch the whole thing. And what's it called? Wild Wild Things. Wild Things. Okay, radio. Right, moving on. Um. Anne says, on a different tangent, after all the advertising on TV, Reef, Farmer Wants a Wife, The Bachelor uh, and, and Bachelorette, those island shows, is it just me or does it seem that TV executives haven't progressed very far from the gutter? <laughs> oh, no, that's no, not right. It, they're cheap to make. Um, they rate, rate in the, the ratings are good. They can sell the advertising space. Um, yeah, it's just oh, there's, there's money crunches and okay, no on. one makes any good television anymore. No, moving Except on. Except for SBS. I Kirsten SBS. actually just makes another uh, a thing that actually ties into what Claudia was saying about libido. Uh, is there a book that I can give my husband to help him better understand where I'm currently at in terms of age and lack of sex drive, emotion, exhaustion, mood swings, etc.? He thinks that there is something wrong when I don't want to have sex every day or I'm exhausted and fall asleep on the lounge every night. I have tried to warn him of things that will happen when I hit menopause, but his reply is that I'm trying to talk myself into it. What the fuck, Kirsten? I'll come over there and kick him in the balls. Okay, there's a book that I can recommend by Jenny Mansberg. It's called The M Word. And I've got it. I was lucky enough to be sent it to me. And it goes through all of that shit that your husband is fucking finger pointing at you. I don't like that. I'm... He read books about toddler, like he read, you know, Baby Love when the kids were born and toddler taming and read Raising Girls. So he's capable. So he's capable. I just tell him to fucking pull his head in, Kirsten, and just, oh, I'm really cranky on your Okay, behalf. the M word, How to Thrive in Menopause by Ginny Mansberg. It's an easy read and it's the sort of thing that I think most women should have a copy of because when you are going through a symptom or something's not quite right, she basically covers everything in non-bullshit speak. She's very, very clever. Right. Ginny Mansberg. Okay. Um, and also, just get him watching, listening to some of Esther Perel's um, podcasts with couples and relationships. Because, wow, that, I turned quickly, didn't I? I know. You went quite angry. Yeah, sorry about that. 
He's probably oh. really nice. Helen's back at work on Monday after 10 weeks off. Helen, we're thinking of you. We'll be willing you on. But we just have to move on more to this. Karen, shining light this week. Tay-Tay's new album, Folklore. Okay, I'm going to give you about a minute to talk about this. Because oh my God. I know that it's dominated. Everyone is ah! raving about it. Oh, my God. So, not only the week before the Chicks put out Gaslighter, first album in 14, week, 14 years. Oh, my God. It's so good. And then, this, and then Tay-Tay just blindsides us with this new album, like completely surprised, and it's like old school Tay-Tay. It's... And also, she is, she's the Bob Dylan. She's the real deal. She's the Bob Dylan of this generation. And people go, well, she's a pop singer. No, you listen to your lyrics. If you've never listened to Tay-Tay, you just buy her, just read her lyrics. She is, as a songwriter, she is remarkable. And Folklore, just every song knocks it out of the park. And there's not one song on the album that you, you know how on every album. Yeah, there's a filler. There's a, there's a filler or there's one you don't like. Not one. Not one. And the producer on this album is Jack Antonov, and he seems to be some absolute wizard. He did. He worked on the Chicks album. He's worked on a whole. He worked with Billie Eilish. He like it, you just name it. He's just working with the, all of the top. Like, Easy. He's just a he, <laughs> poor old him. Who? Easy. Who's Easy? What happened to him? You know, Kim Kardashian's oh, husband. Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, when you're bipolar but you don't take your meds because they make you fat, I don't know, when you've got that much money yeah. and you still can't look after your head, mental health, I think it actually is an indication of just what a monster mental health is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I think. Paul Barger. Um, Christina says, Kim needs to start the adoption potty. Christina, I recorded the first episode. It's only 20 minutes, but I'm going to do it again because Felix kept walking in to go and have a shower. And I kept sort of, so there's a weird, couple of weird pauses. Yeah, so okay, I'm, yeah. do it again. So I'm going to do it again. You're going to do it, do it well. Uh, that's right. Yes. Um, <laughs> Joe said, uh, saw an article about not happy Jans coming out in support of the Karens. My friend Sue quoted a boy named Sue that she was clearly subjected to her whole life and told them to all suck it up. Thoughts. And I said, well, Sue's are just covert Susans. And we all know they're actually just pissed at the Karens for stealing their thunder. <laughs> I think that's all we need to say that's about that. That's all we need that. to say about that. Um, Sally reports on a friend who is using HR, HRT patches and they're working for her. Awesome. Um, oh, Lisa's like, people stop hating on Aussies living overseas. I'm like, who the fuck is... It's just ludicrous. And then I thought it was someone from our page doing that, so then I went uh. on a rampage and didn't found anyone. <laughs> but the thing is, is, even if you are, like, how the fuck are you getting back? Yeah. They're not going to let you back. Poor things. And then you're going to have to live in a hotel and... Screw a, you know, security guard if you want to block a cheese. Right. Um, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Sarah, or Sarah, random pains as a topic. Oh. <laughs> Come and sit between me and Kim and let's make you a cup of tea. <laughs> Why did my left breast have shooting pains for two days? Will they find something in the 3D mammogram that I had today? What's with the random shooting pains in my pelvis? Tests say normal, but what the fuck? My dietitian prescribed drugs that make my body behave like I was perimenopausal. What the hell? Okay, topics for future. That's all. <laughs> I'm just like, I get those shooting pains. Do you get a random shooting pain in your boob? All the time. Yeah. Oh. I'm just like, what's that skin? What's that? Johnny's down the well. Can I tell you the other day, I was like having the world's most awful cramps in my pelvic area. And I was like, oh, fuck, no, this isn't right. This isn't, you shouldn't be. 
I just need to do a big poo. Ah. No, I get I get them in the front, like coming up through my plump mons pubis. And it's just like this random shooting. But it's like, how, what, a muscle strain? It's like just what? like something resettling into a new area. It's just like, oh. Except sometimes I did, ring an, I, um, I did ring an ambulance once because I was having shortness of breath and I thought I was dying. It was just a panic attack. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cindy, who we adore, broke the news to us that she's got a bad back and she's seeing a chiropractor, to which I was just like, back away from the fucking chiropractor. Like, Jesus. Um, you don't so, like chiropractors. He herniated the disc. I was like moments off being a paraplegic. I do not like chiropractors. Um, and don't at me, all of those people that go to a chiropractor and, oh, they saved my life. And, oh, my baby. I bet you still have to go. And that's not the sign of a proper doctor. Right. <laughs> I love you, chiropractors. Anyway, that was Cindy. Kim. So, Cindy, uh, yes. Physio, and my advice, well, you need to go and see my musculoskeletal physician because he's just awesome uh or physio acupuncture lots and lots of fluids if you've got a bad back dehydration makes it worse because they're moving back into your area your spinal expertise (laughs) i just can't help myself no your spinal column dries out well it doesn't dry out but it's affected by dehydration for god's sake rapagel now rapagel r-a-p-i-g-e-l is actually a horse liniment some chemists carry it it's a it's meant to be like a vet only like thing, but it is a miracle or better than I'm deep heat. So okay, moving on. Anyway, so there was a few things there for Cindy. Um, oh, and Donna said, if you were eating your feelings, what would you be eating? Lee's rainbow Lee's, chicken. Lee's fried rice. Because <laughs> seriously, it's the best. Um, oh, Lisa's been getting pash rash from face masks. Oh, that's no fun. Uh, I bought proper like not disposable ones for all of us in the family today, mainly because I'm sick of the disposable ones. I just, my glasses fog up. Yeah. I need proper ones over my I nose. put a photo of me yesterday because um, Veggie Mama looks so glamorous in hers. Oh. So I put a photo of me up like, and tagged her in it to show her look how ridiculous I was. And then everyone took great joy in pointing out it was not only on upside down, it was on back to front. <laughs> So there I was looking like a dickhead. Oh, my God. You are hilarious. Hilarious. Um, okay. Uh, Shirley shares a tip. Um, with your pluckers, with your tweezers. Oh, there's always more room for information about that. Um, if your pluckers aren't, don't, aren't gripping the hair, uh, pinch a coarse nail file between your tips of your tweezers and give it a few files, oh. and then it grips them. This, I tell you what, where would you, what other podcast could you go no to? One, no one, no you one. You will not get the practical information you need to survive. Uh, Why are we not millionaires yet? I don't know. Deb, um, oh fuck, Deb had news that a dear friend has a brain tumor. Oh. Twenty twenty can just ah oh, fuck itself. Fuck off. Um. Oh, Wendy says, love your work, ladies. Sending love to all our Vic flushes. Oh, same you Sydney ciders can't come to Nusha for a visit. <laughs> Tell you what, as soon as I can, you and I are going to go to Nusha. No, are we going, well, no, we're going to go to Crackenback first. Oh, yes. yes. We're going to do Snowy Mountains first. Absolutely. Um, well, that seems a good place to end. Snowy Mountains. No. Rocky Mountains. What are you looking forward to? I love. Um, oh. 
Okay. I'm catching up with uh, my two extremely wise friends on Wednesday, um, who both happen to be from South Africa, but honestly, there's nothing that these two girls can't solve, and I always enjoy spending... And, uh, can I make a suggestion to you all? I got on the phone this week and had a lovely one-hour natter to a friend, just sitting in the sun, on the telephone. Wow. Just, and it was so nice, and I think we've lost the art of conversation somewhere along the way, so... Pick a friend who makes you feel, or someone, I picked someone who was quite sweary, <laughs> Mrs. Jenkins, oh, um, <laughs> who's quite sweary and has got lots of opinions. And we just had a robust conversation. It was terrific. So make sure you do that this week. That's a good who idea. are you going to call? I don't know. I speak to people all day for my job. I don't, I don't know. No, that's not the same. Um, Bronwyn. I'm going to call Bronwyn. my Bronwyn. You call Bronwyn. Bronwyns are always wise people. Um, yes. So yes. the sun is shining in Sydney this week, which brings me joy. I guess Jasper just uh, sent me a message going, can we cut the bread? Because I made sourdough this morning and you've got to let it cool. Otherwise the texture... What are you going to say? I said yes. It's been out of the oven for a few hours. Oh, thank you for my beautiful pastries too this oh, morning. Where did they come from? Can you remember? Oh, yes. Sprout. Staple. Staple. Staple in... Seaforth. Seaforth is the best... Cinnamon scroll I've ever eaten. Uh, Mr. Wu got into an apple pop-off or apple <laughs> something. A pop-off. It was a superior a pastry. It was the best I've had. So if you live around that area, go and go early though because they sell yes. it. Yes, Montbound Street. Montbound I'm not Street. sure that's how you pronounce it. Okay, we're going to love you and leave you. You have yeah. a terrific week. Fingers crossed for everyone. Be careful, stay safe, and as we like to say, just keep plucking.